Jesse, what's going on, man? How you doing? I am excited to be here. How are you? Sweet, man. Uh, I am great. I'm great. I'm happy to have you. I guess we'll get right into it, man. Like I started seeing your videos probably either early this year or sometime last year, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, doing this show, like uh, you know, I'm always looking for things like like guys like you, you know, channels like yours that that kind of help uh, artists navigate this this crazy world we're living in nowadays. Um, with all the apps and you know how we uh, how we uh, connect with our audiences and, and grow and all that and um, I'm sure that's probably why you popped up was the algorithm working for you there. Tell me about were, were you in a band at some point? Like I feel like you're in a band, so you like know the inner workings. You know what I mean? Uh, I always say that uh, I have been in every facet of the music business I've worked at some point. Um, when I was young, I started off in bands, uh, in like the DIY punk scene. Uh, but you know, at like 17, when we needed to put out our first record, no record label wanted us. So, well, I guess I have to be the record label guy. And then, uh, at, uh, you know, I got recruited by America's, uh, last freeform radio station, uh, WFMU, uh, at 16 years old, uh, I started working at a club where international acts toured through at 17. Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of just did it all. And then by the time I was 21, uh, I landed myself after working at a few record labels and some other things I landed myself at, um, Alan Douches's West West Side Music, which Alan is the most credited engineer in the history of music. And uh, yeah, uh, I got to work on a lot of things. And then from there, like what I kind of joke is that it's all been just like a kind of whirlwind ever since then. I managed some bands. I realized that's the worst job in the world. Uh, and uh, I then decided I really liked, though, thinking about marketing music. And but I did not want to do that with some artist where their hopes and dreams are on the line of me doing it uh, and being that point person, because my social skills are um, much better sitting in this room than being out all the time. So. <laughs> Uh, so I stopped being manager. Yeah. And I made this book that's at the information free that I realized, uh, people don't like to read anymore. So, uh, now I'm on YouTube and TikTok. Awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, I, I it's funny. I want to rewind for a sec. You yeah. mentioned, uh, uh, the mastering guy, Alan Dashes. Yeah. Uh, he mastered one of our records. Uh, oh, nice. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's either he's done one or two records, I think. Uh, back in the early 2010s. So that's, that's cool that you brought him up. Yeah. I mean, uh, my Sounds call great. before, my call before this was, uh, literally with his, uh, daughter, who's a really great, uh, artist named Chaz Kiss. Uh, right on. Yeah. It's, it's, that's so cool, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so that, okay. So that was my kind of, uh, my next question was like, um, <clears throat> so you, you, went on to YouTube, transition to YouTube. Um, what was it? Uh, um, I guess, w were you good at like talking to the camera, you know, as, as a first time YouTuber, <laughs> like, were you comfortable or no? No, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it's not like I'm a hideous troll or anything, but I am very much more comfortable 
as a behind the scenes person, like I can perform. And, um, you know, the other aspect of this is like, you know, like, um, my day job is like, I host and produce like one of the top podcasts in America. And like, I'm very comfortable talking. Like I've been podcasting for years. Um, I did my audio books, but, uh, you have to learn so many things about how to keep people engaged on there that like, I still feel like, you know, I was watching, uh, the guy who edits uh, like Jake Paul videos this weekend talking about like what you have to do this weekend. And I'm like, Oh fuck, I got so long to go. This is just <laughs> insane. But uh, you know, there was like a thing. Uh, I watched this guy who's a lot bigger than me still plagiarizing my words. Like he's just reading whole cloth. Like not like, you know, a lot of times in music business, we're saying things that somebody said a hundred times, but I'm like, this is my own thought. I put in a book that I came up with. Everybody knows I coined this. This guy's saying it like his, fu- his fucking idea. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I have an iPhone. I own a recording studio. I have microphones. It's fucking go time. And the early videos look terrible, but that's what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to just get started, make mistakes and keep getting better. And that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so was it a, a do you feel... Do you feel like you're you're there now? Like you're pretty comfortable talking? I mean, when you when I when I see your videos, the, the ones from this year and all that for sure, like you definitely look like you're used to it. You just and it's so funny too. One of the first things I picked up on, I don't I don't know what it is, but like a couple times, a couple of your videos, um, I just felt like a listen, motherfucker, this is how you have to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You have this really direct, like, like you're doing it wrong. Here's how you do it, you know? Well, you know what it is too, is so like I watch the competition. And I watch what a lot of people say. And like, there's just so many people who are giving advice that have just read an article and haven't actually done it. There's so many people who are giving advice because it benefits their wallet. And there's so many people who are giving advice that haven't been in it. And like, I'm lucky, like, you know, like I, you know, I was on two calls today with major label artists that are going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on their marketing plan. And I was on two calls with artists that don't have 2000 fans yet. I talk to a wide swath of people in every incarnation of that. But it also means I have a network and data where I can see what's reality. And like, there's just so many people who are fucking full of shit (laughs) or just literally putting on rosy red glasses. Like, Ooh, these Facebook ads are making me grow. And it's like, dude, you have 3000 listens. That's not fucking growth. Like that's not a scale that like most people are talking about doing. And I, you know, I'm just flabbergasted uh, at the idea of like, that this is what people call uh, advice and growth and that they're so confident to say it. So I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very confident. I'm glad that that shows because I do also think that like, I know I'm right because I because <laughs> like I get data and I get feedback all the time. And, you know, the funny thing is, too, is is like I don't have a lot of losses on the board. Wonderful. Yeah. 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 It's just yeah, it, I picked up on it for sure. It just sounds like, you know, what the fuck you're talking about mm-hmm. um, when we so when I started, the, I started the pod um, back in uh, 2018 <laughs> and it was because I'd wanted to do it for a while and I finally I finally 
decided I'm fucking, I'm going to record myself. I did like 25 minutes or something and just kind of talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, what I would have done differently when I was, you know, starting the band, you know? Um, and I started my band in 95 and I'm still in that same fucking band. Um, but it, so when it, when it went out there, I was obviously, I was really excited. I was like nervous too. And and I started getting really good response back. So I was like, well, shit, I'm gonna start making more. And it was just fun. Um, but I try to, uh, I do, you know, like comb YouTube and, and read some articles and things to try to try to get a good, I like to watch and get different perspectives. Cause if I feel like a certain way, you know, um, I, that's pretty much with anything, but especially here, like when I want to deliver a message to somebody or some kind of advice, um, that I'll just try to see all the different perspectives and things. Um, and I felt like I'd been doing this for so long that I was, I was good enough because I've been giving advice to, to bands, you know, mm-hmm. backstage, you know, to our openers, you know, our support acts and, you know, and friends of mine that are doing it that are just starting out like for years. And, um, I kind of felt like I was like, well, shit, I should just, you know, talk about this and, you know, see if I can get the message out there further. Um, and I try to not sound like I'm full of shit. Like I, I try to stay in my, my lane and just sort of go off experience and, and sort of, you know, I can, you know, we've done probably many, many of the things that you've talked about, maybe not as like grand or maybe not even as taking it as far as maybe you have um, in the past with your stuff. But, um, you know, we've, we've done radio campaigns and, you know, we've worked with uncle and, you know, we got to the triple A stations. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we did that a bunch of times. Um, on our records, a few, few records back. Um, we've been all over the country on tour. You know, we've been into Canada. We've, you know, we've done a ton of things. Um, and I try to take all that information and sort of like focus it and funnel it into these episodes. Um, and just sort of give my, my take and this is the things that i learned from it um but when i watch your videos uh it's there's so much information and i'm it's like okay okay hold on (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i know people people give me a lot of uh at first it was you talk too fast now it's just like okay the information comes out a little but yeah i you know very intentionally so too because i what i do is i start writing something on average, if I start writing a script, it doesn't come out for six to eight months. Um, really? Because I won't really want to think about it. Every once in a while, there's something that's like, oh, well, this happened this week, and we got to talk about this right now. But um, And TikTok, I've been trying to make stuff where it's like, I react to the music news. Like, you know, yesterday I made one on Adele with the Spotify shuffle thing. And like, uh, yeah, like I, you know a lot of the people who do this are, they have research assistants that write the whole article for them. They don't really care that much. They don't have that much skin in the game, but I try to really, you know, it's so hard to explain things in a way people understand and use teaching mechanisms. And uh, I just, you know, I know from doing this for a long time, I am teaching for decades now uh, that that's like kind of part of the work. Yeah. That that's why I had the question earlier about like being a, a an awkward or comfortable speaker, like, because, 
um, the way you deliver it. And, and you know, I, I, you're writing it for sure, which is mm -hmm. great. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. I never write my shit. I just kind of, it's like storyteller <laughs> format, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the things that you're saying, um, it's just, it's all direct and it's articulated very well. Um, it's very Appreciate easy to that. understand, you know, uh, very, I mean, and every episode's like, you know, robust, you know, you just, yeah. you have a lot of stuff, a lot of information. Um, and, and, and I don't know, I just like, I, so that's cool. It's, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, uh, you know, it's, it's clear that, yeah, you know what you're doing and it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, there's enough people out there that are just half-assing it. It's like, I want to be the, uh, most, you know, uh, put together, well thought out person in the game. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's everything. Like I said, it comes out super clean and, and the, the, the shorts look good. The, the, uh, you know, the shorts and the TikToks and all that stuff. Appreciate and, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, TikTok is. Oh, go ahead. As I say, better. I just spent uh, like thirty five hundred dollars on the Sony A seven and a lens, which I know nothing about how to use. So <laughs> <laughs> nice, hell yeah, dude. I know. I I, I learn. I have to learn all my shit too. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, mirrorless. It's so funny. Like when you've been doing music as long as us, I'm like, yeah, I know how to do all the things. And it's like I get a camera. I'm like. Wow, I'm as dumb as my clients are. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. What is, am I looking at this the right way? <laughs> the files are in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I wanted to ask about the, mm -hmm. the, the TikTok thing, um, because that was one of the things. And it's, and I know that like, it's like I know I know the answers to, to this, but like, I, I do want to hear from you. Like, I've just always been like where I can't seem to, uh, I always forget about TikTok, and maybe it was because of my age. Um, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, I was on the, I was on Instagram and I did snap for a little bit, like five, six years ago, but I, I it was kind of on its way out already, but yeah. I stopped doing it. Um, that, that's where that's, but by the time I got to Snapchat, it was when Instagram was killing it. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, there's no need for this anymore. Um, uh, but with TikTok, you know, uh, and I love, um, what your, I think it was one of your recent videos you were saying, uh, you don't have to be a fucking dancer anymore. Yeah. Like it's, it's really, you know, it's starting to be really be more geared toward musicians. If that's, if that's what you want these days. Um, and it's starting to, it's starting to be for more than just dancing and silly shit. It, how do I, how do I wrap my brain around this? Like, how do I, how can I explain this to my audience? You know, I, I, I got a new one for you. Cause I, I, you know, it's like the funny thing of like what I do all day. Like I tape every conversation I have like almost all the time. Cause like, if I'm going to be explaining things and the other day, like what I said to somebody is like, so you remember in 2011 when everybody would say, fucking Instagram, man. It's just like pictures of eggs and your breakfast and it's all narcissists taking pictures of them. And then within two years, every single person was on it showing their life and showing what happens. That's the transition period I think we entered kind of late summer with TikTok is that TikTok stop, started to just become updates. Here's what's going on with me, not just things. Yes, the things that perform best are very performative, well thought out, good ideas, have some creativity to them. That's literally music too. And people get mad at it. It's like, you know, what does best musically usually somebody with a really good idea doing some pretty decent ex execution on it. And so it's yet again, just becoming what all the other social networks 
have become, it's not just twerking and things like that. I have yet to twerk on there, even though I, you know, I got some good dance moves. So I, I will be honest. Uh, don't let this nerdy exterior fool you. Um, anyway, uh, Love that I like it's it, it, like when I watch it now, what I see is, and I truly, I see like, I have clients of mine from like consulting that, do things like where they're literally like they can see a spike in their Spotify numbers in the thousands from one post that just does well of making some joke about their genre, but inserting their music into it of like, you know, how many times have you heard a singer say this? Like, I'm so lonely. It's like, then they show their text messages and it's like, you flick through like, Oh, I texted 200 people today. <laughs> like something like that. It's like, yeah, then they got all these streets. They have their song in the background. And it's like, you know, that's the, the beauty of uh TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's where, so, so like, if you're not, if you're not the type of person that's going to be dancing and, and anything performative in that, that sense, um, you know, would you say that the, um, try to try to tell a story somehow, like, is that, uh, so interesting, like, you know, obviously you've seen my channel. I focus hard on storytelling because I think actually like that's what works often well on, uh, Twitter and Instagram where you get the most mileage. It works good in a Facebook post. It works good in a YouTube vlog. But TikTok is interesting because then there's like another kind of splinter of the storytelling. Like, yes, storytelling is amazing. Like, you know, uh, I see consistently when you look at the top TikTok charts that a lot of the ones that get up there are usually like fast things, but they're also like an interesting story of somebody just like, you know, can you believe this person did this on this date or things like that? But what's also interesting with TikTok is like, there's just visual things that work. There's getting to, to literally just like expand what, like if we think of uh, stand up comedy as being like at its root, what works most well in jokes is like obviously storytelling, but it's also making somebody see a new reality that they didn't think of before. Mm -hmm. And a lot of TikTok, even if it's not funny, is just like observational things where you're like, huh, never thought of that way. And that does very well on there. Um, so that's the splinter I think that's happening, but also just visual cast. And let's also be honest, you know what goes really far? Cringe is currency. Cringe? Cringe is currency these days. Like We, we, we can't avoid that. Thanks. Thank you, Reddit and 4chan. I have this weird, it's like anytime, like anything cringe, it's, I mean, it, like literally, it's, it's literally hard for me to watch. I know some people really get off on it, you know, but like mm. for me, I get, it's just like, it's, it really does weird me out. I can't watch. Like, I don't like watching like people like pranking people sometimes. It's it's weird. Mm. I don't know. Like it's like when somebody's like, when you really make someone really like turn a situ situation awkward on purpose fucking hate that because i try to avoid awkward situations whenever possible it's really weird i feel bad for the people in the video <laughs> it, did, did, did you watch uh white lotus no 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 uh the the interesting thing about this that show is like what its hidden intent was was that it's like a roar shock for what you personally see as cringe mm. that they're making all the characters do cringe but 
you then look at it and you're like, no, but that character's not doing cringe. That says something about you because <laughs> they're all doing what we, what really is cringy things. Right. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to write that down. White yeah. Uh, very, very interesting. Like way to look at the show. Okay. Okay. Um, so would it be like, uh, you know, I think, I think I've tried to explain to people in the past, like people like seeing, you know, um, like what their favorite bands do. Like whenever we do like a, like a recap, you know, we always have, we'll, we'll try to have someone come out and then shoot a, shoot a recap, you know, mm-hmm. like a minute, two minutes long, just from the day and then the show. Yeah. And I, I, every time that we hire someone now, I tell them, you know, like people know that we do this. People see, you know, the crowd shots and, you know, the arms up and us just ripping on stage. They know that we do that every night. So let, let's show like 10 seconds of that. And then give me like another 50 seconds of like us backstage um, talking about a sandwich that we ate and how good or bad it was. You know what I mean? Some sort of like, mm-hmm. I feel like people want to see, see the mundane things, but we go, that's fucking boring. Why would anybody want to see that? Why would anybody want to watch that? Um, and I've tried to explain that to people, uh, to bands that, you know, friends of mine, um, I'm like, yo, you got to get on there more and just kind of just make a cup of coffee and like it's talk about what kind of coffee or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, what you like the best or whatever. Um, and I find, I find myself even, you know, even though I give the advice, sometimes I don't even take it and I feel weird. I'm like, this is, I'm not going to film. This is stupid. So I guess I got to get over that. But, um, would you say that that would be a great approach to, you know, connecting and growing the brand a little bit? So, so the biggest problem with making content, uh, comes down to, to like a very weird balance of that, like, in general, most people are five steps ahead of their audience. Like it's a thing, you know, that's one of the roughest rides of like when you do are, are in a famous band is that like, yeah, you love the rush from the fans, but then you talk to the fans and it can be very unfulfilling because they're not really giving you the stimulation you get from your peers and they're saying things that are very below you. So it's like it's doing that. But then also you want to think about what would be exciting and like, so I have this, so, um, so the audience understands this. I don't know if you know this, but so like, like I was saying, like my day job is, um, I produce a lot of podcasts for one of the biggest news organizations in America. And I particularly produce and co-host one on politics. So like the thing being is like, I'm 20 years into studying politics every day. So like, I can't sit here and challenge myself to always be like, well, just the other day I was reading this academic paper on how authoritarian things come into being like no one wants to fucking hear it. <laughs> so and it's the same thing at this YouTube channel. It's like I could get, you know, like what I have to think about all the time with the YouTube channel is like, have I shown the audience enough content in the past on this thing that those who are engaged with my content are going to get it? Um, what you have to do content wise, I think is always think about, um, there's this great book from, uh, Brene Brown on vulnerability that I can never remember the thing, but like what her take is, is that the way you build relationships with anyone, the way you build a friendship, an audience relationship, anything like that is the vulnerability is the greatest, uh, tool in your toolbox. So now, that can often be seen as going as far as you can, like talking about the worst death in your life, the worst heartbreak, your greatest fears. But vulnerability is also just being like, Hey, I, you know, I, I'm a really nerdy 
huge bookshelf type of guy. Dude, I will tell you straight up. I love talking bad dates. I love that fucking meme right now about pondering my orb. I can send those all day long. (laughs) And like what you have to do is you have to say, this is my authentic personality. These are the things I find interesting. They're not the headiest things and show people what that is. And like, that is how building relationships with audiences happen is like, get comfortable with the fact that like, you know, if sandwiches, listen, I am, I can tell you the top 20 pizza slices in my neighborhood. <laughs> like, like I am passionate about that. If sandwiches, your passion, talk about that, but just talk about what you authentically enjoy. Like that's what everybody who content's working for. That is what they're doing. Yeah, that, that, that's great. That's, I feel like, um, you know, and it's see, and my thing is that I've always seen, I've seen other YouTube advice, um, where they say, you know, kind of, you know, whatever your channel, think about what your channel is in, in respect to YouTube stuff, like, you know, whatever your channel is going to be about, like, think about, you know, kind of be pick like one thing I've heard, um, because you don't want to do too many different s- s- types of videos, I guess, or styles or something or different, um, like, because you're going to confuse people, you know, you want them to know what they're coming to you for. Uh, the reason why they sub up, they want more of that maybe. Um, and I've always been the type and you can tell me if I'm wrong about that, but, um, I've always been the type to like, I, I just love doing everything and talking about different things. Um, the, I started tail, the tail spot because, you know, I'm, I, I just, I'm just telling people about what it's been like for me being in a band mm-hmm. here. Don't, you know, everything that we learned was, we learned on our own, all the hard shit. Like we went through it by ourselves. Nobody told us. And I wish somebody would have done this for me, you know, told me these things. Um, but then on like the YouTube channel, man. So it's kind of the same thing, but then I'll get on and I'll jam for my, my, our fans. And, uh, but then I'll do video games, you know, I'll play video games and those streams, bro. Those are like, I, I'll be, it'll start at like 30, 40 people watching. It gets down to like three people watching, you know, cause mm. they're not as into it as I am. And I don't really care. That's fine. Uh, but I also don't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to fragment it too much is, I don't know. I, but I, but I love doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to do it all. <laughs> I, this is, this is a problem. Uh, a lot of people have is that like, we want to show all sides of ourselves. We want to show all, all things. I think sometimes it's, uh, important to know when you've gotten to the place where people want a larger dose of content from you. Um, interesting thing I've made a choice of. It's like, so I've only done one live stream. Now keep in mind, I own a live stream studio with two studios in Times Square. Like I can literally anytime that studio is not booked, I can walk in and start doing a live stream. Sick. But what I've noticed is um, I like, don't think my audience is always there to just hear me rant and roar. Like I have a engaged audience, but like they're not looking for two hours of me. They're looking for my greatest hits. They're not looking, you know, the TikToks going very fast for me, probably the fastest I've ever grown anything in my life. Um, but like it's sometimes important to consider um, cart before horse things in like your thing and i know you've been at it a while but like what i think is an interesting thing is like live streaming particularly in the video game format seems so shoot the shit and like so many people are like oh well i'm just going to ramble with my thoughts that like 
people have a million choices for what they could be doing right now. So you actually have more competition when I think like the video game live stream is often the lowest common denominator of content right now, Hmm. because it's so acceptable to just shoot the shit and just, you know, not really care how much, how deep you are getting. Like you're like, yeah. And then this morning at breakfast, I was thinking, Oh, what do I do if I dye my hair blue? Oh, like, <laughs> you know, I, I see these thoughts and it's like, even for bigger people, it's like, it's not their best thoughts. And I've come to realize my audience, I think wants my best thoughts, not all my thoughts. I hear that. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. Like, you know, playing, playing video games. Cause, cause one thing that I'm doing is when I'm playing video games, I'm, I'm into it, you know, yeah. and I'm also trying to, you know, I'm paying attention to the chat and I'm answering questions or just shooting the shit or whatever. And you can't really get, insanely deep you know you know it's gonna be all surface type of shit like oh yeah, yeah. fucking i hate that song or, or whatever you know yep and 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 whereas you know as opposed to like if i was just sitting around and sitting down and just chatting kind of like this then we could get into that um what's definitely worked best for me is um i i was doing uh i i, I in 2019 i started uh doing this when i decided i want to go like hard on youtube um I started doing a song every day. I started oh, nice. a acoustic song every day, right? And this was just, you know, covers and, and our own songs, whatever. But uh, then I went on tour and I, I started doing it on, you know, on the tour. And I got 46 days into this whole thing from January 1st. So somewhere like, what, end of February, I guess, mid-February. Um, I couldn't do it anymore because like by the time we'd gotten to the West Coast and I was trying to post every night at 7 o'clock. And on the West Coast, that's when we're loading in, you know, uh-huh. four o'clock. And it's like, I don't have time to do these now. And it's, and I can't find a quiet space. And anyway, I burnt myself out, you know, and then of course I got punished by the algorithm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. all true, <laughs> you know, cause I stopped. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I got really burnt out and busy after the election this year. I worked too much and I started posting less and my channel was having its best time. And uh, I've I've faced the wrath of the algorithm. It, it's a it's a very real thing, man. It's it's crazy. And I had heard that that like they'll start burying your shit if you're not loyal, you know, if yeah. you're not, like constantly going. Um, and I just I bit off more than I could chew, spread myself too thin. And I, I should have done one a week, you know, mm-hmm. and then just, you know, pre filmed a few of them and just spread yep. them over the month, you know, and just um, I, I was reading some things, you know, like spend a day like, you know, uh, Tim Ferriss was saying this. He was like, you know, batch, batch your day, like yep. record, set one recording day and just get it, get it, uh, five different t-shirts and sit there and just, just bang them out, you know? Um, so, you know, put yourself in a corner like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, those videos definitely do the best for me whenever I still do them, just not, not as often. I try to do one a week if I can. Um, but, uh, then I, then I have the live stream. So every Wednesday night I stream at 9 PM and I just get on there. Mm-hmm. Usually it ends up being about two hours just hanging out. I call it let's hang out. So I'm like, yo, tonight let's hang out at 9 PM, you know, mm-hmm. just, nice, just chill, bro. And like, just have the fans there. I'm just like, they're, they're requesting songs. I'm singing where we're, I'm doing dumb shit. Like I have this little, I have this roadcaster here and I just, I cue up oh, hell yeah. stupid sounds and we have it's kind of turned into like just so, so my mine's right here yeah yeah dude <laughs> it's the best man it's the best it's, it's, it's the best sounding uh the, I, if you think of this way i, I own uh four you own four <laughs> that's sick podcast live stream studio you know dude that's so cool man so yeah tell, tell me about your uh, the podcasting life man like um how long have you been doing the podcasting stuff so i uh 
started podcasting in 2014. Um, Zach Zarillo, who manages massive artists like Cave Town, uh, Chloe Moriando, uh, Flat Sound, tons of others. Uh, him and I started one on the music business where you would just literally discuss music tech, uh, music consumption, stuff like that. But then he got a job managing a tiny little band called Brand New. Uh, and uh, yes, 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 yes. Never hurt. Uh, went out <laughs> to lots of success. Nice. Uh, but so Zach, you know, that band is very secretive. So they were not really down with Zach talking about what he does for work all day. So uh, I kept going. Uh, I had a couple different podcasts, but I also started producing podcasts for other people. Uh, I then I got picked up by Atlantic Records to make podcasts and do like marketing, kind of like what we called like telling stories of artists to pursue the agenda we wanted to do. But what was also cool about Atlantic is they were like, hey, you know, we really don't think people understand what we really do. Uh, why don't you tell that story, too? And so I, I got to do these really unprecedented looks at, like, how Atlantic really does work with artists that are like, I mean, it was amazing. Like, they never, like, sure, there'd be, like, some things, like, with Wallows, they'd be like, let's not mention that Dylan's on that TV show that much. Like, please, like, we were trying to get the band respect. I'm like, yeah, okay, we don't need to talk about that all the time. But what they would talk about is, like, they'd talk about how much the A&R said, you know, maybe you should go work on that song some more. And, like, we had realistic looks of, like, how a lot of hit songs and hit records like that. It'd be like, no, this mix sucks. And we had to get it mixed by somebody else. Even though this guy was huge, we had this other guy mix it and they're really realistic looks, but um, Atlantic for some reason, uh, when COVID hit said, you know, we, we should shut down podcasts. No one's going to listen to those during this pandemic. What? <laughs> uh, but I got lucky and I got this job uh, with uh, the daily beast where I work now, uh, which I nice. just, absolutely love and uh i produce a ton of other podcasts i do um right now i have a series with matt Pryor of the get up kids uh called vagrant 25 years in the streets where we're retelling the story of all the huge bands on vagrants roster uh i have another podcast called killed by desk where we interview people who were in popular punk bands about their present day life uh i think i do some more uh yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I know I work on 13 different podcasts uh, wow. every single week. Um, some of them are more I am hired to oversee and just do strategy and marketing. But uh, others, I'm like in there tweaking everything myself and doing all the things. And, you know, I know what it's I, I like to keep myself busy. Mm -hmm. um, I know what it's like to to put you know, or how much time it takes to kind of to do this. And, um, and then, you know, I, I don't do a ton of editing on my part. I just throw them up, try to keep it really raw and uh, all that. But like, you know, uh, making YouTube videos, I mean, so you're doing all that 13 podcasts and you're making these really good YouTube videos quality. Um, it, I mean, you gotta be 18 hours a day doing this shit. I mean, what's uh, here's a really interesting thing. Everybody, thinks I'm really, 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 really busy. I work two 16 hour days a week, usually Mondays and Tuesdays. I will work from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep. And I, I like it like that. Mm. Uh, 
Wednesday, I work about a 10 hour day. Thursday, it's usually about a 10 to 12 hour day. Friday, I work from nine to 7 p.m. And I don't work at all again until Monday, usually. Some weeks, if there's something else, if there's something really fucked up, like I had to move one of my recording studios this year, I went in on the weekend and did construction and moved things and set up things for every weekend for six weeks. But most most of my life, like it's, you know, I get to have a life and do things. Um, the other thing is, too, is I uh, I mix things up a lot. Uh, I mean, I should also say this. I have a massive team. I have five assistants. Um, so uh, and, you know, none of them are all full time, but they all do specific different things for me that I need help with. Um, you know, one person handles emails and scheduling one person edits podcasts, another person preps mixes and masters for me. Uh, another person works in the live stream studio. Uh, I have a lot of help, but, um, I also just like, you know, the other thing is, is like, you can mix things up. Like I can listen to a podcast, work on hooking up some gear, uh, while I do it. Uh, on some headphones and then I can also write, I mean, I write all my YouTube scripts usually at a bar eating Buffalo wings or Mac and cheese while I'm sipping a beer. Nice. So <laughs> I, I, I keep a, a, a multi facet thing, but I tell people this also like instructive to their own lives is also like when I go to work, I just work hard. I don't dick around. I don't use chat apps. I'm very particular about not texting people back until like you were so with the Tim Ferriss thing is like, I will any text that's not important. I batch all of them all during a certain time, like on the subway or something like that. Um, most texts do not need an answer right away. Uh, and same thing with emails is like, I do it all at once. And it's stunning when you're not getting every, your attention broken all day, how much you can get done. Yeah. When, uh, when do not disturb was, was invented. I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like every night, man, at like 10, 4, 10, 15 or something, my shit goes in a do not disturb and it's like, fuck off, you know, yeah. um, it's the best. And, and then sometimes I'll throw it on you know, when I'm trying to get something done or like leave my phone upstairs or something like that, because you, you tend to just go pick it up, you know, yeah. so, no, 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 no doubt about it that like, uh, I have, I use that app freedom to turn off all social media. I like, I get anything because also like when I'm writing, I have to Google things. So I have to have some sort of web access but like you know uh there is a, a you need to have an insane focus to get all this done yeah uh that's right I, I i totally forgot about the um the whole engineer producer side of you <laughs> so yeah you're working, on, you're, you're working on records too you got a podcast doing records and doing yeah videos. Uh, i still uh mix and master a lot of records i don't produce very much anymore because uh 22 years later, uh, telling an 18 year old his guitars out of tune has gotten a little boring for me, but, uh, <laughs> I take on sub jobs, but yeah, I still mix and master. I mean, I conceivably, uh, in three days this week will master like 10 records. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible dude. Yeah. It's, uh, I was, I, I was able to keep really busy during the pandemic. Actually, mm. um, we couldn't tour. So, you know, eight yeah. months of nothing. So I, I just really put it out there. I was doing, I was doing, a. I do was doing like house acoustic house parties, like just driving wherever and um, nice. that to keep, yeah, to keep the bills up or you know, keep the bills paid. And, uh, but then, you know, picking up, um, 
you know, other artists to produce and record and, and mix and all that. And, um, and same things, YouTube videos, editing the podcast and, you know, whatever the fuck else I have a family. So there's that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that, that takes some time. <laughs> yeah, sure. That, yeah. See, that's what, that's what gets me is, uh, you know, not having that. Yeah. So you're, yeah. So you're, it frees up your time to, to, yeah, I get, I totally get it. Cause I, there's definitely a lot like, man, like, I'll be working, you know, cause after, you know, a 12, 14 hour day down here, I'll stay down here all day long, you know, mm-hmm. working on something and, um, I'll start feeling bad, you know, I'll, I'll like, mm-hmm. man, you know, cause the, the kids and all that. And I'm like, you know what? Yep. If I didn't have a family. I would just fucking roll till like five in the morning doing this shit, you know? Um, yeah, that's that, that, I, I mean, a lot of my life is like, Ooh, this is fun. Oh, I'm really enjoying, uh, making this video. Ooh, it's three in the morning and you got to be up at nine and uh, you drank a bottle and a half of wine, buddy. Uh, it's time for bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that, but that that is, you know, the key word there. Fun. Like, yeah, to me, it's like, you know, I'll sit in here all goddamn day and it's just fun, man. I yeah. like I'm making shit. That's just what I do. I've, I've I don't know how many times I said I just like making shit. It's just yep. um, there's something about it. And uh and learning and, you know, with, you know, as you know, with, you know, mixing and uh, making records, I mean, you know, there's something to learn every single day, you know, every project you oh, yeah. work on, you know? Um, it, so, yeah. No, I, I mean, you know, I, it's funny. I'm uh, 24 years into mixing records and I, I did a thing the other day that I was like, Oh, there we are. That's that thing I've always wanted to do. Like I found that sound that I've always been wanting to make. Oh, and it's like, you know, I'm, I think 2000 records deep in my discography. And it's like, yeah, you can still be discovering things every day. Cause it's just endless possibilities these days. Wow, man. You, you've definitely got uh, way more than, than me, but uh, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, I was doing it every day. So when I started like learning how to mix and stuff, I've always wanted to record myself and my mm-hmm. band and, and learn how to mix and all that and learn how to like, uh, cause I never knew how to communicate the, the sound in my head, like what yeah. I was trying to get done. That's and, why I started. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I need, I need to figure out how to do this so I can stop trying to explain to people and just get it done. It'd be a lot quicker that way. Um, did take like, you know, probably like six years, five, five years before I felt comfortable doing anything with any other band. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finally started like fucking around and mixing my own band's records, uh, about a, two, a year and a half ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I just didn't want to do anything until I felt like I was actually ready. Um, cause I'm happy to pay the pros, you know? Yep. Um, but it is, it's great having everything, being able to do everything in house, um, and get your message across the way you intended it. I don't know. It's, it's something cool about that, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, the thing I, I tell people too, um, I've actually been writing a script on this is like, uh, you know, I talk to a lot of artists every day and a lot of them are deal with really bad depression. And, uh, you know, what cured my depression was like getting addicted to creating. And I've been addicted for, I guess 24 years now. And like, I've only dealt with depression under very specific circumstances. Whereas I was a miserably depressed person before I got, but like creating, making progress, seeing progress and seeing being stimulated by the process can really do a new number for you. Now it's hard to crawl out of that hole and get to that place. But like the, 
it is definitely a path that can really, really help a lot of people. And uh, yeah, it's what keeps me happy. And it's why, like when people are like, you know, you could slow down, you know, you're, you're doing pretty well. I'm like, mm, uh, I mean, this is what I enjoy. I mean, like I, everything I do, I'm, I'm enjoying it. That's, that's incredible, man. And, and like, yeah, people don't understand, like, um, you know, I, I worked plenty of, uh, shit jobs, you know, loading trucks and waiting tables and things like that back in the day. But, um, I, like, I have a lot of people that I know from school that, that are just, you know, doing, doing, you know, regular jobs and, you know, or working for the government. We have a, a thing out here and, uh, government stuff out here. And like, just, um, I don't know, it's just doing regular stuff, office jobs and things. And, uh, and they're totally fine with it, you know? Um, but I, for me, I was like, I don't ever want to fucking do this ever again. Like this is it. And, and so I try to load it all up and learn all I can and like, and do the things. And people are like, wow, man, I can't even imagine, you know, like the guy that works at the office. I can't even imagine like, you know, going on tour like you guys, you're, you know, you're here, then you're over here a few days later. It's like, uh, and then like, I try to keep a presence, you know, like like videos and songs and stuff and always be talking about things. And people are like, man, you're always doing this and this. Mm. It's like, I just love it. It's just fun. Like, yeah, I mean, it gets tired. And and those days, I mean, look, I I don't know about you, but like, I, of course I get burnt out doing this shit sometimes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was Um, just saying it. Yeah. I mean, I was incredibly, you know, I worked a million hours during that fucking election and yeah making yeah i i I literally didn't want to do anything because i was so fucking tired and i got fat i my blood pressure went through the roof like all these things i've never had in my fucking life because i was working every hour of the day hoping to god that our country didn't fall into an authoritarian (laughs) hellhole yeah Yeah. how fucking weird was that shit no no yeah it was pretty weird yeah unfortunately unfortunately now the problem is is the podcast really successful where the people who discuss that all day so i have to keep staring it in the eye every day which is maybe not the funnest thing i do yeah (laughs) that's the least fun thing you do right (laughs) yeah um yeah i uh i don't know i um we finally got back on tour back in September. Oh, nice. Uh, after, yeah, after 18 months and, and, uh, it felt great. We did keep, uh, we kept a pretty strict like COVID protocol. Like we didn't leave the bus till, you know, we would just go, we'd go on stage and then we'd come back. There was no, wow. like, you know, we weren't hang, hanging out, high fiving and doing the things we normally do. We usually go to the merch table every night. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, you know, do the thing. Everybody's told me that like, that's the thing is like you risk financial disaster. And like, your truth is like, I was looking forward. I was going to meet two friends who've been like internet friends from the music business that were coming to town and they were on the bus and they're, and so I just had COVID. So I'm immune. So they're like, Oh, we can meet you. This is great. Uh, and sure enough, uh, like half the crew got COVID the night before and now the tour's over. <laughs> it sucks, man. We, we, we got out, we did like seven weeks and we, when we got out to California, I started, we played, um, we played Santa Cruz at the catalyst and I felt like head cold thing happening. I was like, mm. ah, you know, this, this is still a thing. There's still <laughs> cold, you know, it's still the cold. And I just, it was in denial. And then like, that two days later, I, I, I lost my taste. Like I was like, uh, dude, we had to sit out like five or six shows on the West coast and we lost so much money. Yeah. And, and it was like, and meanwhile, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling like 
envying and being all depressed at these other bands that are still you know playing right now and like these bands are going in the fucking crowd they're they're fucking hanging out drinking beer spit my mouth bro like just, <laughs> just you know and like and, and here we were doing the best we could and we still got it anyway you know well so uh, frustrating I, I i will tell you the horror story i heard from somebody which was that like uh one band i know all went and intentionally got it before their tour <laughs> Which I can't believe because, like, honestly, like, dude, I'm a month in and I, I still, I still have a cough. I still get aches every day. Like, I, you know, it's like, it's ridiculous to do that to yourself. But I also kind of get that, like, if you're just like, hey, man, I want touring to be like it used to be that, like, well, the only way you're doing that is if you're vaccinated, you go get it. It's your, as long as you're of a certain weight class and don't have lung problems, it's kind of safe to say. I mean, I was very lucky. Like, I, literally thought i had allergies i tested negative twice on shitty rapid tests and then i got a real one and i was like oh fuck man it's such a bummer man i know oh. it's so funny we were talking about that shit last night actually like, <laughs> like next time we go on tour we'll just have like a we have like a coughing party like everybody's yeah. getting in the room uh, and cough uh, on each other uh, you, you guys are gonna bug chase is like <laughs> what the term was <laughs> who's got oh, you're on craigslist like those uh casual encounters who's got covid who wants to meet up yeah like some super weird shit like yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah so i don't know and it's like after going through that like it was kind of like you know because it was funny because half the bus didn't get it half the bus did the guys yeah. did get it went all got we all got hotel rooms around the la area and the other guys had to sit in a Walmart parking lot for like five or six days. And it was just, it was oh. awful. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. And, yeah. and so like, it's kind of like the, you know, the, the, the weird, awkward coughing party might not be a bad idea next time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, like it was like that thing of like, I heard them say that, like the, the story of that from the friend. And I was like, you know, I know who they were. He was talking about. I was like, "Yeah, it sounds like them." And I'm like, "It's both like concussed and bridge, absolutely brilliant." Because <laughs> yeah, like, there is like truth. It's like if all you want to do is get back out there, like, yeah, well, you know, it's not the not the worst thing. Like, I mean, unfortunately, the thing to think about is that like, you know, we're, we don't know that it's three three months is like the minimum that you're good for. It seems as the science is heading there. So it's like, eh, who knows? Yeah, we would obviously everybody out there watching. I would never fucking do that. Yeah, but yes, 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 yes. It, it was a fucking thought, and it just sounded funny and like uh, smart and dumb at the same time. No, I mean that, that's the shitty thing about life. Like sometimes is that like you can't help but having some really, really ridiculous thoughts with like some of the things that are thrown at us. You're just like, well, maybe this is the option here. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's crazy. I, ho I hope things are, you know, getting better by the spring and, you know, cause we got a tour in February. It's only like 10, nine or 10 shows. Um, but, uh, I'm hoping, I don't know. We'll see, I guess mm. it was just gonna, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, I know that we're getting up on time here. Um, what's, uh, what, what is a, how, how long you said that you said like writing a script takes like what you said six to eight months or something like that I, if you think of this way I, I joke that i put maybe two to three hours into each one mm -hmm. uh but what i like to do is i like to have an idea 
and then keep thinking about my thoughts on it. And just like every time something pops into mind, you know, a lot of the times um, when I consult with artists and I do marketing meetings at the end of it, I'm just like notating recordings I've done of like what I said and my ideas. And then I'm like going back, listening to it. And I'm like, this would be good for this one. This would be good for this one. And I'm adding them in, uh, Cause I, I just also have known like, you know, like the ones I've rushed, I'm usually looking back. I'm like, I could have said that better. I could have said that better. I could have said that better. Like, you know, like I wanted to, when I started dipping into TikTok videos, I kept being like, this thing's changing too fast. This thing, it's not like where I want it to be. And I'm like, and then once it like got to that place, I'm like, okay, now I can comment because I know it. And like, I think there's just like this thing too. And this is part of my work in politics is that like the worst thing and the worst people are talking about politics, just run for the first take possible. They have to get their opinion out there so fast. And it's always fucking stupid and badly measured. And they look like fools. Whereas like when you talk to these people who've, one are experts and two, like I kind of joke that like, I'm like a, at this point, a music marketing historian because I've been studying music marketing for 25 years consistently. So like, I've seen so many different things and been in this for so long that I'm able to like, be like, Oh, that's just like this. That's like this, that's this. And just all the parallels are so easy at this point, but like, I want it to be a really well thought out uh, thing because yeah, it's just, it's not worth, you know, like everything I do, I want it to be really considering good. But like, the funny thing is like, I joke that like what I like about like doing something like this, like a podcast is it's the one time I can create something and not have the pressure that I have to be my best thing and my most researched thing. It's like, yeah, I was just shooting the shit with somebody. This is, you know, I, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm doing damn good on most of them, but like, it doesn't need to be like my most eloquent moment of my life. Whereas these videos, you know, I mean, I, I, I see what it's like when like I make some content and like people are still writing me about it decades later. That's wonderful. It's like, yeah, yeah you, 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 you put it in the work, you know, it makes a difference. It definitely absolutely makes a difference. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> before I let you go, the, uh, the fucking, um, you oh this is great the you're talking about ways to to make your 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 one piece of content work for you across all the other platforms particularly the ones where you can make the short ones 15 seconds 60 seconds and <laughs> the way you explained it was brilliant <laughs> the human centipede <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. some people didn't think so but uh, dude <laughs> I, I, and then oh, where's the sense of humor? I mean, come on, dude. They, they, I, I mean, I get that some people have uh, triggers about things. I mean, I, and you know, like, finally, this girl's like, I intentionally don't watch things like this because I'm very disturbed by it. And this really fucked was not pleasant to turn on to. And I'm like, you know, I actually understand because you know what? I can't watch those movies. Like, I've never seen them no. all the way through because yeah. I have to look away. I, like, I find it so repulsive. But I was like, you know, there's just like. I have a uh, real meme based, real just, I, you know, I, I love a uncomfortable subject. I love a real like when somebody says this is the most grotesque movie you'll ever see. I'm like, well, know what we're doing tonight. <laughs> like, I, I'm just I may fly to shit. 
And, uh, you know, I just kept thinking, I'm like, well, what's the teaching mechanism for how you cut down content these days? And it's like, yes, you make long content, but then it gets digested down to a smaller and a small. Ah, the human centipede. Fucking brilliant. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was real pleased with myself and like my assistants, like when they saw that I was doing that, they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and you had it all drawn out. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's a thing like with a with a, like like a 43 year old man who's, who's this amused with himself about these things is sometimes uh, a little questionable. Um, I'll uh, I'll put the link to that video in the description Please of, this, do. of this video. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, taking the time to, to talk to me. I know you got to keep oh, yeah. going. Um, yeah. Uh, wh- where can uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, you know, all the platforms. Uh, com is like kind of my website that shows everybody where I am at Jesse Cannon on all the socials. Uh, and uh, yeah, Museformation Jesse Cannon on YouTube uh, is like my main thing. Uh, and yeah, and then um, my, if you want to learn about my books, record production, any of the other things I do, jessecannon.com is it. Awesome, man. Yeah. I, again, I, I thank you very much. It's It's been a lot of fun. It was really fun chatting, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Pick your brain a little bit. It's good. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'll probably hit you up in the future for some oh. advice. But <laughs> Please do. Please do. We'd love to chat. Definitely, man. Well, uh, uh, ha- have a wonderful night. And um, yeah, we, we really appreciate you coming on, man. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure everybody's linked up. Awesome. Tell, let me right. know when it comes out. I'll help promote. I will, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, dude. Later, Jesse. See ya.